What do you get when you cross the Hard Rock Guitar, a premier glazing company, and really good wine? Time to deconstruct this. We're not even quite sure how we're going to take all this in. The Hard Rock Hotel is an iconic structure at the Seminole Hard Rock in Hollywood, Florida that opened in late 2019. Engineering Express had the privilege of designing a portion of the glass for the project with longtime client and friend David Vigilante, owner of Vigilante Associates, aka Vigilante Glass. David is no ordinary client. His company's reputation for pristine work on cutting-edge projects matches his taste in wine, how he runs his company, and one of the reasons why we've worked together for over 18 years. It took six months to finally deconstruct the project with him. We met on site at the guitar to walk the eye-popping project and, I admit, I had a second motive in mind. I had to get to the bottom of David's passion for wine. I wound up learning about the Hard Rock Project and a whole lot more. We start our journey discussing how David landed this coveted project. I was in the middle. They wanted to go with the lowest bidder, but after they, we vetted out <clears throat> the qualifications of what my competitors were going to use and what I was going to use, they, they came to realize that we were, we, we were engineering this project right to begin with. They wanted to use 5.8s, and we used 5.8s uh, temper they were going to use, and we came in at 7.8s uh, laminated, almost one inch thick glass. So what are we standing? We're standing next to that glass right now. What's the height of this glass? 16, 16 feet. So it's 16 feet. I can walk up to this glass. It's uh, laminated. I mean, it's it's solid. It's three solid. eighths over three eighths with a 120 SGP inner layer. It's solid. It's solid. It really is. And it, and on top of that, it's ultra clear. Low iron over low iron. It really uh, drives the price up to get that type of quality of glass. And, and, and David, I'm standing next to a curved piece of glass here, and I don't think that anybody walking around here understands the complexity of getting this radius right, getting this made right, getting it sent here. How did you pull this piece of glass off? That is the probably tightest radius of them all. There's a third of the glass here's radius, as you can see. You can't um, make a mistake here. Just uh, one piece of glass on a curved piece of glass this big, you're looking at $30,000, our cost. So we didn't want to make any mistakes on that. And we were fortunate enough to, to really nail down all these radiuses 100%. We didn't break one single wow. piece of glass. That's amazing. You know, that's like an accomplishment it's, in it's, uh, it's almost like a miracle. How do you? install thousands and thousands of square feet of glass and not break one. It's a, it's a testimony of our, our great employees, uh, skilled, very skilled employees that we pay very good money for, uh, who have interest in doing great projects, and they're part of our great team that made that happen. For over 31 truckloads of glass uh, came in to unload it was a circus uh, to bring it in on a project that had nothing but other trades involved, other truckloads involved, with other materials. And then you're talking glass, Frank. I mean, you know, you look at it, you think it breaks. Well, we had to unload it with special machinery. We got a robotic machinery out of Germany. We had not, we couldn't locate 
the machinery that we wanted in the States, so we had to go abroad, and Germany provided us a machine with about 50, 18 cups. As you can see, even the, the, the uh, shoes, you look at them, they look like you think they're standard shoes. No, this is all steel, eighth-inch uh, hot-rolled steel that was uh, formed specifically for this installation. David's using a lot of technical terms to describe his work. I was going to describe them to you, but if you really want to know, you can just Google it. Tell me about the door. These holes were all pre-drilled. Was the hardware? Okay. How did you get that on the money? Okay. I mean, that's a well, tough shot. well, yeah. These doors. Um, we basically what we did was we left the 72-inch opening, clear opening, uh, 36 inches each leaf for ADA. And what we had to do is design oversized doors with glass fins on the back to hold the transoms in place and to support the load of the of these big, enormous, incredible. I mean, 12 foot doors. People don't realize that these doors are hanging off of glass and that all had to be designed. And it just looks like it's just floating glass. Yeah, I see. I mean, yeah we no... used uh, dormer closers, floor closers, as you could see. These are the biggest ones on the market that you could ever buy. Yeah, this is just one of the areas we, we worked in. We also worked in the spa. In the spa, we procured over 31 glass types from around the world. We had a deal with Pakistan, salt bricks from Pakistan. We had glass come in from Hong Kong. We had glass come in from British Columbia, Argentina, Italy, Israel. We had some language barriers that we had to get over. Uh, but it was all with a lot of hard work and a lot of uh, enthusiasm of our team, we, we made it work and it happened. So spa, retail, and did, did you do spa, some retail, we did the Oculus, big glass that you came you did that. in there. You did yep. that, yes. you did that yes. I, I wasn't even in, sure. Yeah, you come inside, you see some of that curved glass there. Yeah, yeah. Those pieces there. We also did a lot of work in a nightclub. We did a lot of work at the day club, which is exterior railing. And we also did a ton of work at the live, Hard Rock Live, which is, over 800 linear feet of glass railings. We had to install the glass railing three weeks before Maroon 5 came, and they uh -huh. delivered the project over to us uh, extremely late. So what we had to do is we had to get all hands on deck. We had two shifts working 24 hours a day, and I think at our highest peak, we had over 37 employees to try to get that railing done. Now, let's talk about punchless for a second. You yeah. see this big project, right? Okay, yeah. yeah. Massive. Yeah. Our punchless was less than 10 items on this whole entire project. Less than 10 items. That just goes to show you how thorough our team is when we do an installation that they get it done, done right, done correctly. They take their time, they're meticulous at it. And that's what type of people that work for Vigilante Associates. Uh, only the best of the best. Where do you want to go next? Where are we going? We, we well, eat? When, I, I, I tell you what, what uh, are we gonna eat? We gotta, I, I, I gotta, we'll walk down this way a little right. bit. And, right. But I tell you what, you know me, Frank. I love red wine. Huh. I love food. The Italian restaurant I haven't been to as of yet, but you I think have maybe, not. No, I have not yet. How is that even possible? Well, maybe I was saving this moment for uh, two Italian huh. guys to go uh, try huh. some Italian food with a nice uh, bottle huh. of red wine, eh? Success. I got David to bite on the wine. While we waited for the restaurants to open, we toured the many other areas David's company installed and where he's taking his company next. The hotel grounds were endless and David's work was everywhere. 
Another thing too is uh, one of the glass parts that I was telling you about of all the imported glass from around the world, over 30 something glass types, we had to do we had to do this. This was made by Savoy. Okay, so we're looking at the very front entrance right. as you enter the Oculus, and there's stained glass. It looks like church glass almost. Right, but it's really but it's not. This day. is this is molded glass. This this glass goes in a kiln, and, and it's molded. So look look at the superior installation, caulking, the cladding, really done well. But this is cast glass. You see how thick that is? You're looking, Frank. Just right here, you're looking at more than half a million dollars worth of glass right here. Just wow. this little area here. Wow. More than 500,000. Wow. Yeah. So we've walked around. Um, where's this restaurant? I, I, I say we go right here. This is right Italian. Here? This yeah, is why not? Let's I check out the right. menu. Why not? Well, first of all, I want to check out the wine list. Why would that be? <clears throat> wine list, very important. Wine list is very important. Oh my God, you see that Pio uh, Cesaro? I had that wine yeah. on Friday night. Oh my God, fantastic. Not the Magnum On size. Sunday, I'm sorry, on Sunday. Amazing. Hello, how are you? Yes. Are you guys uh, open yet? No, oh, five. Oh, five? Okay. Well, five. We a reservation. So now, you know, now that this project is completed, let me tell you what we're doing now. We are, we are taking glass to another elevation. We're, 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 we're talking about genius glass now. What we're doing is next week we're doing a one hit installation of eight glass panels that have a pigtail to each piece of glass. I get hooks up to a programmer and it's called View Glass. And what View Glass does is you can bring up your emails on a piece of glass oh, you're doing that? through your kitchen window. You are not. You could bring up the weather. You could make your grocery list on that piece of glass. And it's like, touch and it's it, a screen. It, it, you touch it and you write on it, you bring everything up on it. Uh, next week's our installation of a prototype of eight pieces. We're going to do our first building starting in June where the where the sundial, as the sundial turns, the glass gets from light to dark. Right, that I know it has that ability, but not But the you could sit right next to that glass on a sunny day and the sun will come through, but you won't feel the heat. That's gonna be the future. Every sci-fi show that's what has that glass what, in it. It's obvious it's It's coming. amazing, that's what we're working on now, and that's what you're gonna see. Before the end of 2020, we're gonna get one major project done. And before that, the prototypes are going to be installed next week. There's going to be all these big wig geniuses coming down to see how this glass interacts uh, with technology, a uh, 5G technology in this wow. class. So it's very exciting for us. That's our next level. It's time to dine. David and I talk for hours about business, friendship, life, and of course, the why. Found it. What'd you pick and why? We're gonna do the Gaia Brundemont Sugarelle. It's very, very good. And it's from the, where? This is a, you know, this is a, uh, a Tuscan, but it's a blend. How are we doing with the wine? Oh, I, I, I nailed the one that I really like. Okay. It's hard to find, actually. Okay, so we're gonna go to this 13 Sugarelle. Okay. So, no, I, I, I really am curious as to your selection. Gaia. 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 Okay, and, and the uh, reason, I need the reason. Where did, where did the... Gaia is a very, blend? very good... Uh, Angelo Gaia has very good vineyards. Uh, he, they're not... These wines are not really made in a high production. Okay, they're made in a smaller production. 
exclusivity good wine. This one we went with this uh, 13 here. Where is it? Sugarell. Mount Sugarell right here. You see that? Sounds like a fantastic choice. Yes, it is. It is. I'll let you taste the first uh, first pour. How about that? I'm all in. I, I will not disappoint you. I am all in on that. Okay, can you let him try a little bit too? Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Beautiful color and, and, and beautiful legs on that. I mean, it's very uh, excellent. It needs to be decanted. Here, well, cheers. Well, cheers. Cheers. Enjoy. As David explains the wine, I realize he's talking about more than just wine. There's a connection to how Vigilante Glass came to be the unique company that it is. I had to get to the bottom of it. Every 10 minutes, this wine changes elevation and it becomes a little different and a little different. It, it becomes more bold, it, it aspirates, it breathes, it, um, it expands. It's amazing, it's amazing. This wine comes from a French oak barrel. Okay, French oak is um, the best oak in the world where you can bask the wine in and, and preserve the wine. The, the, the wood from France, the Italians, they can't even understand that they don't have that type of wood and they do their own barrels, all the other vineyards, but when you want a great wine, the Italians, they know that the French oak is where you store your wine and you, and you format your wine in. How did you come to learn about wines and, and develop a passion for it? Is there something that sticks out in your mind? Some, some well, story? I have an uncle in Carsetta, Italy, who would produce 4,000 of the reds and about almost the same, about 3,200, 3,400 of white wines. Okay. As a child, so you were as a kid, you were around it? Well, I, when I would go to Italy, I would go visit him out in the country. My uncle would be out there and he would take me to the vineyards and, and show me the, what the grape color, when it would be ready, when it's not ready, what the, what the earth is doing to it, um, what the dirt looks like, the soil. Um, all this education, he would teach me these little pieces of, of, you know, when the wine is just right and when you bring it, uh, you know, out for harvest. So we would go he would take me around and, and we go look at the vineyards and then we go back to the house and we would go um, in the basement where he would have these stainless steel, big, big, you know, these dispensary containers, you know, and he would take a glass, normal glass, and he'd just go like this and he'd go, here, taste that. What do you think? You know, wine's my passion. I go to, out to restaurants and I, you saw how much that bottle was, right? The thing is, Frank, is that I love to wine and dine my clients. The Italians, what do they do? They bring you together that's at right. the table. That's right. Don't they? Absolutely. Okay, and that's the way I was raised, okay? And my dad always taught me at a very young age that you need to be in the kitchen, you need to learn how to cook, and you, you, you need to know how to share that passion with other people. And we would always have big meals and he would always cook with, for his friends and his clients. Well, I grew up that way. So not necessarily cooking so much, let's say for my clients, but I would take my clients out to dinner. So my daughter goes to me, Sophia, which I love very dearly. She goes, dad, how do you go out and you spend 
$12,000 online. I go, well, Sophia, you know, that's, you know, your dad's attracted to wine. Your dad loves wine and he loves very good wine. And, and I don't put a value on that. I said, well, your dad, you know, he establishes great relationships, does great business, appreciates his clients, what his clients do for him and, and, and the work that they give your dad. So the right thing for your dad is to do is to share some of that back and, and, and share it over great meals and extremely good wine. Yeah, but dad, 12,000 is 12,000. I said, well, look, your dad can turn wine into millions, just like Jesus turned water into wine. And all due respect to Jesus, right? So she's like, oh, okay, I get it, dad. I get it, dad. I go, when, when you get multi, multi-million dollar contracts, and glazing there's people that don't even they, they barely say thank you your dad's the one that says we're gonna go eat at the best restaurant we're gonna go have a really good wine and we're gonna have a good time and 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 just share laughs and, and good times right, right that that that's what it's about Frank that's you know that that's what it really is about you know if you if someone gives you an opportunity and you succeed at that opportunity and you do very good you have two choices. You either say, hey, look, this is what I did for you. Give me more. Or you say, thank you. Uh, let me do this for you. I appreciate your business. And thank you for considering us. We want to work with you again. When you, when, when you get that group of people together and you have that type of wine, you never lose that relationship at all. Means a lot. Let's try it now. Let's see how this is. And there it is. That's what I was looking for. David's passion in wine is his passion in relationships, which is also his passion in running a premier glazing company. It's the love of life and the satisfaction of doing it right that drives David. It's the lesson for us all to love what you do, love life, and the rest follows. We talked about so much as we sipped great wine, ate delicious food, and enjoyed life together. We pick up the conversation with what lies ahead for Vigilante Glass. You know, we're, we're going to be very busy this year. You know, we're involved with Disney. We're doing a lot of work with Disney coming up. We're doing a lot of work with Epic Universal. We're doing a lot of work with a big developer in uh, Orlando. Doing a lot of work for them. And, you know, this, this big project here just takes us on a magic carpet ride to many, many different you know, well, do you think they're a result of the hard rock? You think that it introduced you to if you did this, then you could do that? Oh, is no, that this this is just a leapfrog of, of where we go from here. But where we go from here is the technology of the view glass is what I was saying. And that's huge. That's that's going to be huge with with this type of glass. It's what 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 what's so expensive in this is not the glass. It's a technology that they're buying. So what happens is that the owner buys a technology. No, uh, we're still picking. Yeah, the owner buys a technology. It knows if there's a if there's if I do a building fifty thousand square feet, a glass breaks, cracks. There's a signal that goes to someone's phone or email and says, on the northwest corner, elevation X. Wow. Window fifteen. You have a breach of a broken panel. No, that's one thing. But the other part is the the, the translucence of it. How it'll, it'll react to the sun, the, the, the seasons. There's there's that part of it. The brightness, the the voice command. I mean, the, it, it's so next generation. You don't need blinds. 
Right. You know how much money you're paying for blinds? Right. You know how much money you're paying for HVAC? What are you gonna get out of what are you gonna get out of your employee who's working at a desk that's facing east and he gets blinded by the sun? What are you gonna get out of him? How much productivity are you gonna right, get? Right, then you out? put the shades down, then he's working in the dark, then you get your fluorescent lights on and your LED lights. It's a whole different it's a whole different natural feeling. light constantly without the heat. Is that wine good or what? Great wine and a great time. Of course, before we closed out our podcast, I had to make sure we saved room for dessert. What, well, you don't do dessert. You're not a dessert guy. I can tell. I am a dessert guy. No doubt about it, 100%. We gotta have dessert. Absolutely we, have, we will. But uh, dessert menu, well, do we, should we leave it here? And, uh, and with that, we say goodbye. A special thanks to David Vigilante, owner of Vigilante Glass, and the staff at Engineering Express who helped engineer the Hard Rock Project and make it a success. David spent enough time talking about the hard work put in by Engineering Express for a whole other podcast. You can see photos of our time together on the deconstructingthis.com website. Oh, and that bottle of wine? It was a bargain at only $500. I'm Frank Bernardo, and you're listening to Deconstructing This.